Hello and welcome to the Tillage Edge with me, Michael Hennessy. This is your regular update for all your tillage news and advice. This year's eye-watering increase in fertilizer costs brings home just how important it is to spread every kilo of fertilizer accurately to ensure maximum return. In this podcast, the second part of our series of precision farming tools, we will look at GPS fertilizer spreaders to see what these machines have to offer farmers. I'm delighted to welcome back Craig England, who is a precision ag and machinery control specialist who works with Topcon, who will go through the ins and outs of GPS controlled fertilizer spreaders. Craig, you're very welcome to the podcast again. Will you outline what exactly a GPS fertilizer spreader can offer farmers? With the fertilizer spreader um, hooked up to a GPS system, straight away we can have um, just a simple turning on and off on the headland. Um, so you drive around the field as you're spreading the headland, then move into the center of the field. Um, the GPS then, when you come back into the headland, it will turn off the, the spreader. Now, this can be done in multiple ways, depending on the grade of spreader you purchase. You can start off with just a single section, which just turns on not the whole spreader, just like with your hydraulic lever. Or you can get spreaders with multiple sections, generally eight sections, but I see a number of them are actually coming up with 32 sections. Uh, this just depends on what level you purchase. The big benefit then as well with multiple sections, particularly the eight section, on short ground, you see a lot less um, overlapping and a lot less lodging because of um, the section has come as you're going down the field on your right hand side, you're in the short ground, the section just starts turning off and off all the way across the, the with the implement. And um, we see a big benefit and a big saving, just even visual look of the crops, they look even across the board. So Craig, just in terms of, of, of those fertilizer spreaders is, is, and, and that GPS control scenario, is that something that can be retrofitted onto a machine or is, has it got to be kind of a, a newly bought with all the up-to-date equipment on it? Um, with a three-point linkage spreader, no, it would be very difficult. Generally, you'd be purchasing that as a new product. I have seen some customers with trailed spreaders um, doing some retrofit work uh, jobs. There is kits available, but the with um, a retrofit kit or with any belt spreader, you need um, three main things. You need to have a forward speed, you need to have a belt speed and a weight. So with the weights, then you need to put in weight cells and there's quite a lot of engineering needs to be done. Um, it's actually the engineering would actually cost more than the kit itself because you have to uh, mount in the weight cells and be very accurate with them. Okay, so when you talk there about the weight cells, are, are they necessary for all fertilizer spreaders for a GPS type unit? No, but generally on belt spreaders, we would see any of the high-end belt spreaders, they're running with weight cells. But on three-point linkage spreaders, we see a couple of different um, options. They have weight cells, but then some of them are actually using, um, they're sensing the torque that is at the twisting action on driving the disc and they actually calculate how much weight is going out uh, out of those spreaders just by that um, pressure but there is actually a couple of other spreaders out there that are actually doing a theory calculation and that is you enter how much the door is opening and you actually do a, a jog test that minute jog test and tell 
type it into the screen and tell it how much went out in that minute test and she'll actually uh, change the rate as you're um, increasing or decreasing your forward speed but this wouldn't be as accurate because if you have a wet bag of fertilizer that has gone in with two dry bags um, there could be some differences. Yeah, it, and and uh, as, as you're talking about there, the uh, is it the main kind of thing in that that it will once you kind of get it set up that it will adjust on the go to make sure it ends up with the with the correct application rate. Yeah, so how that works, and we'll just go back to a belt spreader. So the GPS and the spreader's own box is looking at what forward speed it's doing, what the belt speed is doing, and the weight. So depending on different spreaders, but some of them calculate either every five seconds, some of them might do a calculation every 100 seconds. So it's taking forward speed, belt speed and weight, minus it from the last weight. And it knows that I was meant to do 200 kgs per hectare. And it says I only done 180. So it'll increase the belt speed. And this is just simply how um, it changes. So it increases the belt speed to give you the right weight. And this calculation is done multiple multiple times across the field. And is it similar with then with a three-point linkage type scenario that it, that it just increases or decreases the, the opening slot, if you like, to, to increase or decrease? The exactly, rate? yes. So um, it will just increase and decrease the, the shutter opening on the bottom of your spreader. The, it just um, yeah, works very simple with that calculation. But same calculation. Okay, and obviously, then Craig, fertilizers are all different. As in, their can is different to urea is different to ESN or you know compound eight six twelve or something like that. How does the machine know what's in it, if you like that? Because some of them will spread differently to others. How does how do how do you come up yeah, with that? So generally, nearly all of the major manufacturers now have their own app. So. As the customer, you type in your the make and model of your machine, what discs are fitted to it, and you tell it what fertilizer, so your N, P, and K, and then you tell it what width you'll be spreading at, so 21 meters, and then your uh, your average ground speed, so we say 10 k's an hour. Then the app then will tell you what position you should set your disc veins at. Um, generally, they change the position of the veins on the discs others then will um, change the drop point so some trail spreaders then change the drop point location so to put the fertilizer on a different part of the disc and that will get, make the product go out the full width of the spreader uh, but generally this is all done with um, an app because a lot of these major manufacturers have sent a lot of the manufacturers in Ireland have sent Irish fertilizer over to the testing sheds in the manufacturer's own place and they are um, testing on what settings need to be put into this certain machine. So if I'm to get you right then um, for for people who haven't used these types of of, um, apps and things so a farmer has a new fertilizer he chucks it into the spreader he opens up the app on the phone he taps in what he has and hopefully it comes up on the list he then jumps into the cab to the control box of the fertilizer spreader and there's two or three or four, I don't know how many different numbers there are, that he keys that into the control box. Does the farmer then have to do any other calibrations? Does he need to get down and let a flow test going through, as you said before, or, or is it relatively automatic by just 
doing it off in the cab if you like yeah when when you purchase a new spreader first of all um all dealers will go out and set up um, a high-tech spreader for the first time coming out of factory and you'll actually see the every new spreader now comes out with its own version of a tray testing system so the um, dealer goes along and just puts out these tray tray tests and uh, you're told then just to spread away at uh, 100 or 200 kgs per hectare the dealer then will have a look at um, how uneven or even it is in the trays and he'll make some final adjustments just to calibrate the machine. They do recommend that you, as the owner, should actually do this um, yourself with a new product. And personally, this year, find that um, a, a cheaper fertilizer product I'm putting out myself is a bit dustier than normal, than what I normally be using. So I actually done tray testing myself and I found that I wasn't getting out to the full 21 meters. After about five or 10 minutes of adjustments with the veins and re-tray uh, re testing, I was able to fix my spreader and it's now spreading that. I have the confidence that that spreader is now spreading that dustier product to in and put it out in the right place. So, so, so that checking and testing, no matter what sort of a complicated machine you might have, one way or the other, you still need to get out of the tractor cab and test nonetheless. Yes, 100%. Okay. So um, a, a farmer goes out and he buys one of these, these um, high-tech spreaders. Um, does that come with its own control unit or can that be used with the, uh, the existing maybe GPS that the farmer might already have um, or are they all usable or does it really depend on what you buy? Yeah, that's uh, quite a complicated question, Michael, but we'll answer it as best as possible. <laughs> so there, right. there is multiple options and uh, in my particular role, this is what I'd be dealing with on a daily basis and especially this time of year. So there is multiple options. Um, some spreaders um, are just needing a ground speed. So this can be done by a radar speed input or even fitting a speed sensor onto a four-wheel drive shaft. And this will just give you a rate control, so, but it won't give you section control. Other control boxes then can accept just a GPS antenna to be hooked up to the screen with generally an unlock code. And this will actually give you GPS on the screen on the spreader's own screen and it will give you auto section control and rate control. Then you can go for the more high-tech version which would be a serial connection. This would have been an older product but it is still being sold mainly around the place. We, It's a serial connection and simple man's terms what this means is each manufacturer have their own language and it's quite complicated as a, a GPS supplier. We have to supply um, an interface box or we have to have, um, which is just a translator so that it can talk to the different make and model of um, spreader. And I suppose just to follow up from that one in terms of the isobus thing, is it pretty complicated to, to set that up or is it you know, for 80% for of the cases, do you kind of just turn up, uh, you put in one or two kind of settings and, and away you go, or is it just a little bit more complicated? Yeah, on setup of these machines, then your main functionality is to um, enter just the, the um, your width of your machine and where it's mounted on the three-point linkage of the tractor or trailed. 
as long as you have that geometry in right, um, you can then with uh, tray testing um, on your headland. So as you're coming in and out of the field, you just do a tray test along that position to see if it's coming on in time as you go back into the crop or it's not turning off too early as you're coming from the field into the headland. But no, um, generally quite simple once you um, get used to it. Uh, but this is all provided training from your dealer. And is that uh, turning on and turning off, which is, can often be the really tricky kind of bit, if you like, because I think there was a bit of work done here in, in Oak Park um, uh, by Mark Ward just showing that it's often the case that the headlands are either over-applied or drastically under-applied in, in terms of fertilizers going out. So that turning on, turning off scenario, is that set up kind of once for, regardless of whether it's you know can or urea or a compound, or is that specific to each of the individual fertilizers? Generally, if you're using a high-end fertilizer product or one of our main common products here in Ireland, you can, um, if you have it set up to one of the machines, when you enter in the other product, the uh, GPS or the spreader itself will actually adapt the drop point or the um, start and stop time of the machine itself. So what I'm just saying there is that you test it for the first with one of the products, and then if you're using any other products, the machine will actually modify for that machine uh, for that product. And and then is there in terms of any other adjustments during the year uh, in terms of the whole GPS scenario? Is there you know, you, 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 uh, growers can put on the fertilizer all the way from um, the crop not being there to, I suppose, some of the very late applications, um, you know, uh, flag leaf maybe in winter wheat or something like that. Is there anything else? Is it, does GPS, is that aware of all that or does it matter necessarily to the fertilizer spinner itself? No, it, it doesn't generally make much of a difference except for three-point linkage. You'd normally adjust your um, height of the spreader over the crop. So that would still be quite crucial. Um, one big thing on the high-tech spreaders as well is that they generally actually have a gyro on the three-point linkage spreaders. So you have to have your top link adjusted correctly and your two drop arms corrected. Uh, they should be level because if you're on an incline or decline or even a side hill, the gyros are actually reading and this will um, make the right calculations of the fertilizer going out because if you're going uphill, all the weight will shift to the back and this will throw more weight onto the weight cell and then it all goes back to that calculation then being wrong. But with the okay. gyros, uh, this fixes that problem. Okay, so despite all the all the um, technology in it, there still is, as you said before, whether it's uh, getting out with the, the the tray test at the very start, or even before you even start that, the adjustment um, of the fertilizer spreader on the tractor, it's important to get all that 100% right before you leave the yard, if you like. Yes, that's correct. Um, one other big thing on um, these spreaders is they do need to be cleaned, and we say especially around actuators and things like that. You you can't just be leaving these spreaders out in the the middle of the rain um, over winter, or some bits of fertilizer stuck in them over for a couple of days, because if you don't want these actuators seizing or anything uh, causing you a lot of trouble down the road. And and, and speaking of which, because you've been working with these fertilizer spinners for 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 a good while, or the GPS type scenario for a good while, and 
I suppose is my my dad would always uh, have said it. Jesus, you're buying the oak like that. There's just more things to go wrong. Are they relatively reliable? The more of this technology that's coming on, are they working well? If you like, yes, they're they're actually a lot more reliable than what we might have been thinking, or as my father would say as well. That um, yeah, you'd be wondering about too much electronics, but no, and electronics and fertilizer generally wouldn't be um, a match made in heaven. But um, no, they mm. are working very well together. They are very well sealed units between electric actuators and um, the ECUs that are mounted on the spreader and everything. Uh, generally, we don't see any issues and not personally, uh, very little issues with um, these machines. Um, an odd one might have had a bit of a warranty problem just in the first couple of weeks or a couple of months of work. But once that was fixed on the warranty, there was no issue then going forward. Craig, it's, it's been great. You give us a great insight in, in, into those machines. Um, maybe just actually one final question before you go. Any idea in your own head what percentage of fertilizer spinners on uh, you know, specialized tillage farms are of that kind of standard, the GPS standard, do you think? Especially with the TAMS grant being available, I would take a, a, a fair stab that um, close to 50% of major tillage farmers are using a high-end machine or a machine that's capable of doing this, um, working with this technology. Okay, well, look, that's comforting enough in, in, in the sense that they're all getting on well with it and there's more and more people using them. And it gives co- confidence, I suppose, to people who aren't using them that this is something that could be considered when they're, when they're getting around to change in their fertilizer spinner next. Yes, I agree with you, Michael. And like um, we find even with older operators that are a bit scared of using technology that they're really happy with using these high tech machines because it's taking a lot of the guesswork out. They just type in their kgs per hectare, press the paint button and off they go and um, turn off the paint button when they pull out of the field. It's very simple. Um, there's no need to be messing with door settings or anything on the back of the spreader. Craig, again, it's been a pleasure to talk to you again um, in, in this series of, of GPS-type equipment uh, for tillage farmers. So, look, we'll, we'll come back around to you again um, closer to uh, our middle of the spray season, I suppose, and we'll, we'll talk about sprayers again. So, Craig, thanks again for your time, and we'll talk to you shortly. Thanks very much, Michael. So that's all we have time for, and my thanks to Craig for joining me on the podcast today. As always, if you have a suggestion about a topic you would like to hear more about, then just drop me an email at michael.hennessy at chagas.ie or on Twitter at Chagas Crops. We always want to hear from farmers and people in the industry about what interests you, so please do get in touch. Finally, don't forget, if you enjoyed this podcast, then recommend it to a friend or colleague, and as always, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.